Good afternoon, welcome back to another episode. This is your host, the one and only John Rosenberg, live from Duval County, Jacksonville, Florida. Once again, it's on, ladies and gents. Uh, I'm going to name this podcast, We All We Got, uh, which means black people in general, uh, we have no allies um, when it comes to support from other ethnicities around this country. So a month and a half ago, there was an outbreak in Wuhan, China. Uh, you guys heard about it by now. The COVID-19, which I told you guys before, this virus is not, was mutated in the lab. Its origin came from the coronavirus. COVID-19 is the, one of the strain that they mutated in the lab. But that being said, um, the media and big farmer have weaponized COVID-19 against black folks. They started with, uh, they started in China with the Africans. Now they have transitioned into America, telling us that all black people are dying for it. Yeah, some black people have died for it. I'm not gonna argue that, but you have to understand the stats they're giving you is not accurate. All the numbers they're giving you is not accurate. I'm not telling you don't protect yourself. That's not what I'm saying. You have to protect yourself when you go out and about. But if you're a healthy person, you have nothing to worry about. Now, if your 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 immune system is already compromised, like I stated before, now you know you open yourself for more headache. If you're a healthy person, you 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 do the right thing. You have no worries. This is about fear. I told you, fear cripple you mentally, spiritually, even physically. Fear can cripple a person. A lot of us will become fearful, and we're not going to think critically. We're not going to make sound decision. We are not going to make sound decision. Consequently, it's going to have a back, back, a, a big effect in our life, in our children's life. So that being said, like I said before, the COVID-19 vaccination, they're going to push it to CDC. CDC is a Center of Disease Control in Atlanta, Georgia. Those of us who reside in Atlanta, you know where it is. Uh, they have been working on this for over a decade. Um, this is not nothing new. Uh, they've been working on this. This is a test run. This is a test run. They're doing the next one they're going to do is going to be a big one where you can't even go nowhere. You can't even leave your house. That's why I would advise you stop buying food, um, survival food for your house. Stock it up in your warehouse, in your, your garage. Stock extra food, canned goods, just in case shit go down, you'll be prepared. A lot of us not going to be prepared. And most of you are religious thinkers, religious believers. You know who you are. I'm talking to you. Your pastors are not being transparent. They're not telling the truth what's really going on in the world. And you guys have spent millions and billions of dollars in the black church for the past hundred years now. What you got to show for? You have nothing to show for it. Now you can criticize Donald Trump. Like I told you before, Donald Trump dropped a lot of jewels on you. You just don't listen. You don't really listen. You're hearing, but you're not listening. Like I said, I'm not a big fan of Trump. Let me be clear on that. I am not a big fan of Trump. I never liked him from the beginning. But when somebody does something that's good, I'm still going to, whether I like him or not, I'm still going to give him credit. That being said, the big farmer, like I told you, they don't care about anybody. Those of us who happen to be Caucasian, white, a.k.a. whites, I also got news for you too. The, the aristocrat class, they see you as chattel. Like I said, chattel is a synonym for cattle. That's human animals. 
they see you as human animals, the one percenters. So that being said, you're in the same boat as us, but your time is coming too. It's right around the corner. Now let me focus on black people. A lot of us, we're not on codes. Like I say, Asian, when I when I say Asian, I'm only referring to three countries. I repeat, when I, refer, when I say Asian, I'm referring to three countries only. Number one, Japan. Number two, China. Number three, Korea. North and South Korea. Those are the three countries I'm referring to when I say Asian. And if you look at the etymology of the word Asiatic, is us. Um, the correct one should be Oriental. They should call them Oriental, not Asian. That being said, we at war. I told you guys before, black people has been at war from, from be, since the, the, the days Christopher Columbus got here, 1492, we've been at war. We, the war never end. The war have never end. They just manipulate us in different ways. And we are so gullible because we don't work together as one. Now, I know we have differences. We all have di- because we're very diverse. I don't speak on behalf of all black people. That I'll be dismissive to, to state that. I, I don't speak for every black person. But I will say this. We need to come together as one. Under one common cause for us to be successful. We have to come together under one common cause for us to be successful as a people. Now, let me transition to the leaders. Our leaders have failed us miserably. Like I told you before, the civil rights um, leadership, they failed us in Africa. Their leaders in Africa have failed them. You cannot put all the blame in China, like I said before. China is doing what's best for its people. Yes, they are racist. I'm not here to defend China officially. But you have to remember, China is still a communist country. China have never changed. They have never changed. They use different tactics, but they haven't changed. The core value of China is still communism. You must understand that. You must comprehend that. China have never changed. Okay? So the way they do business is different from the way we do business. So you must understand that. That's why they're taking over America. They're taking over Africa wholesale. And what they go, they plan, they they sending their untouchables to Africa. What I mean about untouchables, they unwanted people, they're thugs, they they murderers, they, they you know they, they prostitute. They, that's why they're shipping to Africa. They're not shipping their best to Africa. You must understand that. You must comprehend that. They're shipping their untouchables to Africa. Now there have been a, a few African leaders that have spoke against China. Only a few. But majority of them, because they are being paid by special interests, they can't go against China. Like I said, if Africa don't get their act together, it's going to be real, really bad for them next 20, 30 years from now. It's going to be really bad for them. Because Chinese people, they, they're coming by the thousand. You have millions of Chinese people in South Africa, the Congo, Angola. You have some of them in Nigeria, but they're kicking them out because of what happened recently. So there's a lot of Asian, a lot of Chinese, precisely Chinese in Africa. So with this COVID-19, they have weaponized it against us. Now the, the cops are harassing us in you know, public transportation, the subway, the buses. We've been harassed. And you know, you know, white people, they're very paranoid when they see black people. And one hand, they love your culture. And the other hand, they don't want you to be in the neighborhood, which I don't understand. But what I'm saying is, we have to be on code. We must be on code. That's going to be our survival. A lot of us, you know, won't make it. I, I only, like I said, I'm just a messenger. 
A lot of you guys won't make it because you guys are so religious. Y'all don't use common sense. You see, common sense is not common anymore. Y'all don't see. Y'all don't use common sense. Y'all so religious. You believe everything your pastor told you, everything your priest tell you, and your priest is molesting your, your little boys, and your pastor try to f your wife and your little boys, and he's stealing your money. I'm not saying all pastors are like that. Don't come to my podcast and say, "Oh, John, no, not all pastors, no dummy." I didn't say all pastors. I said most of them are like that. Most of your priests are like that. They rape your little boys every day. So that being said, we have to be on code. Like I said, boycotting is one thing. I heard about boycotting Chinese uh, restaurant, Chinese hair salon. That's all good. But what is the back? What is the long run? What is the back plan? What's the plan? If you're gonna boycott, you have to invest that money you spend on the Chinese restaurant, uh, Chinese store in your in your community. No, you need to kick them out for permanently. Kick them out. Korean, Chinese, East Indian, Arabs. You kick them out. You corner. You you build your stores, and you 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 invest in your community. That way you have some leverage. But just boycotting, yes, they're losing money right now. As I speak on this podcast, Chinese people are losing millions of dollars right now because a lot of women. And let me address the woman. Your hair is your crown. Okay, God give you a wooly hair, not nappy. You ignorant ass Negroes, like you say, your hair's nappy. No dummy, your hair's wooly. If you go to the department store, try to buy a wool suit. See how much it costs you. It's gonna cost you a lot of money. Buy your wool jacket. See how much it costs. It's gonna cost you a lot of money. So yeah, your texture of your hair is wooly hair, which is the best texture hair on the planet. You must understand that. So you have to love yourself. Now, if you're into fashion, you're a model, you're an actress. I get it. You have to wear some wig at time for a certain scene. I get all that. Or if you so if you have a health problem, let's say you have cancer and you lose all your hair, you don't want to be bored out there. You want to wear a wig. I get that also. But you have to understand these people, those people, they hate your guts. You know, they they profile you as soon as you walk to their store. Granted, some of us have to be clear. I have to be transparent here. Some of us go to those stores, and you have seen them stealing hair, stealing product, and in those stores. I've seen it. I know you have seen it. It's not all of us. We're going by the low average. Most black people don't steal stuff like that. But you have some buffoon out there. They go to those stores. They embarrass us as a group of people by stealing from those Chinese or the Korean stores, and they put they, they get put they, they get beat up and they get embarrassed, and they put their their, their stuff on t- on on national on social media. So you can exclude yourself if you're not part of that group. But back to the leaders. Like I said, leaders are essential to any nation. You must have leaders that have backbone and integrity and cojones, which means they have to have major balls. They can't be bought out. We need leaders that cannot be bought out. What happened with the civil rights um, generation? They bought, they bought them out, like Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton. They got bought out. So they can't really speak on our behalf. And then, like I said, one person cannot speak for the whole um, uh, people. Just like you cannot speak for the whole white people. Where's one white guy that speaks for the whole white nation? No. Because we're so diverse. So one person cannot speak for a whole group of people. It's got to be a collective here. So it must come down to leadership. That's in the church and that's in the politics. But I'll focus on politics a little bit more than I will transition to the church. Now with politics... 
You see what's going on in Africa with the Chinese in, in, in China. The way the China, the African is is not good. Is is not is not good at all. It's unethical, it's not good. The African leaders, that's their job. Like I said, that's their job to stand up for their own people. Kudos to Nigeria and I think Kenya. I don't know about Ethiopia because China is well invested in Ethiopia. I think they, they pretty much own, they own Mozambique. Mozambique used to be a Portugal uh, uh, country. They speak Portugal just like Angola too. So they re- China, they buying Africa wholesale. If you don't believe me, go look it up yourself. Look at the stats. And those loans, like I told you guys before, those loans you borrow from China, you must pay them on time. Because if you default on those loans, just like the IMF loan you guys used to take back in the 80s and the 90s, you didn't pay it back, guess what? They come back, the European came back and take your land, take your resources. That's the same thing China's going to do. And if you're going to let China bring their military, in Africa, it's not going to be good for you guys. You should not allow China to bring their military to Africa. Same thing for America. You should not let America open a base in Africa. And I'm primarily speaking to the African leaders. I'm not talking to the average Joe. I'm talking to prime ministers, leaders of those countries, even pastors. But I will take the pastors out of it. But I will focus on the political figures over there. You cannot let China open base, military base in Africa. It's not conducive for your growth, for your, your future, for your people. It's not going to be good moving forward. So that being said, when it comes to investment, buildings, you cannot let China come with 10,000 people to build a building or a railroad in your country. Meanwhile, you have thousands of people that need jobs in your country. That's not good economics. You have to stop China from doing this kind of behavior. They cannot bring a group of Chinese to build a railroad or stadium or hospital. They got to hire the the local people to build those things. And that falls on the leadership, once again. That's also fall on the leadership. Not the average person, but the leadership. Like I said, I told you guys before, I didn't blame China. I blame the African leadership because they have fell the African people in those countries. Meanwhile, they they live in lavish and in Paris, France, they live in lavish in America, in Dubai, in England. They have lavish houses. They live in really good. Their family live in really good. Meanwhile, the country they come for, the people are poor. They are so poor. And that's the same thing go for the pastors. Now, let me address the pastors. You guys who claim to be apostle, you guys to be, to be prophet, bishop, I'm talking to you right now. I'm going to address the pastors now. Nigeria. Ebo, Nigeria, number one. You got so many pastors over there, rich, rich beyond the years. You guys too, I'm going to address you because you're giving people false hope and false promises. You need to stop. Your time is coming because your your whole job is to elevate the people spiritually and mentally, elevate the people. All this buffoonery you guys doing in Nigeria and South Africa and the Congos, I said the whole West Africa. You guys, your, your so-called pastors, apostles, you guys go have, have so many titles over there. You have South Africa. You got a lot of those pastors. Afrikao, you have a lot of them. They're all preaching miracle. They are miracle workers. I have nothing against them. I'm not, going, I'm not going to talk about their money. Only God knows where they get them. I know they get 95% from the people. 
I'm just saying, this is not a hatred of no pastor. I don't hate nobody here. I'm just speaking, I'm just giving my perspective from what I've seen so far. And you have seen it in Africa. I have not been to Africa. I might go there one day, but I haven't been there. But I've been watching African news constantly. What's going on on the ground level over there? South Africa, they have the land conflict. They have the tribe conflict. Nigeria have the religious conflict between the Muslim and the Christians. They have a plethora of conflict in Nigeria. And they are the world of richest, the one of the richest country in, in Africa. They have, I think they have the second highest or the highest GDP in Africa. Correct me if I'm wrong. Then you have South Africa. Then you have Egypt. Then you have Ethiopia. You have Kenya. If, if Nigeria combined their economy with South Africa, they'll be the largest in the freaking world. Bigger than China. So there's a lot of layers to this. There's a lot of layers I can't really talk about right now on this podcast. We must come together as one. Like, you see China? 30 years ago, China wasn't like that. You don't think the Chinese have differences? Of course they do. They have differences, but they come t- together under one common cause and one code of uh, conduct. They came together. So African got to do the same thing. Our black Americans, since we are trendsetters, the black Americans, so-called African-Americans, so-called, there's no such thing as an African-American. So those of us who reside here in the United States, we must come together. Like I said, we have no ally. Even though so-called African, when they come here, primarily Nigerian and West Africans, and once they get their degrees, they go to higher learning school, they think they're, they're special. And I'm not saying all Africans behave like that. I'm just going by the law of average. A lot of Nigerians behave like that. Uh, that being said, Chinese, Korean, Vietnamese. The Vietnamese, they're most like, uh, they're just Pacific Islanders also. But you can call them Asian if you want to. Then you have the all those ethnic groups, the Chinese, the Korean, the East Indian Hindus, those Hindus that's in your 7-Eleven stores. They in the new gas station, they don't care about us. They rob us. They come to our neighborhood. They store, They take the money and invest. I don't blame them. I blame us. Same thing for the Arabs. The Arabs, Allah Akbar, and they hate your guts. You know who they are. You dealt with them on a daily basis. They won't eat pork, but they will serve you pork. That's the hypocrisy with them. I don't like. And they serve the moon god. They serve the moon god. Islam is is moon worshiping. Okay. So you must understand that this, and they also sh- uh, um, worship the black stone at the Kaaba stone in Mecca. So this is history. This is religious history. You can't refute what I say. You can. You have to go look it up for yourself. We must be on code as people of color, because you see they have weaponized COVID nineteen against our people. You see how the cops are treating us in the mall, in the bus station, in the subway. Anyway, if you're not wearing the mask, they're going to arrest us. They're going to use that as an excuse to arrest us. So the Hispanic, let me address the Hispanic. You guys too are delusional. You think they're not coming after you? <laughs> Wait for it. They're coming after you too. You next. They're going to come after you pretty soon. You see what happened to Mexican to Mex- uh, Mexican uh, when um, Trump got elected, right? So they're coming after you guys pretty soon. Stay tuned. They're coming after you guys. And you guys, too, are delusional. Something you think you're El Blanco. No, you're El Negro. I got news for you. They're coming after you guys also. 
You must understand that. So, we as a people, we set the trend here in America. And when I say the Americas, I'm talking about North, Central, South America. We are tra- uh, set- uh, trendsetters, particularly the black American. The black American, we need to pay homage to them because they are the foundation of America, of United States of America. They are the foundation. They built this country with the blood, sweat, and tears. They built this country. A lot of you guys are delusional. You don't pay homage to them. You walk over them. You spit on them. You look down on them. Because they make it possible for you to come to this country. That goes for everybody that come here. Every immigrants that come to America need to pay homage to the black American. They are the foundation of America, or United States. So as we approach 2021, uh, I think they have suspended the election. When it comes to the election, black people should not vote. You should not vote, especially in the general election. Now, locally in your states, in your city, you should vote. You should vote, but in the general election, you're wasting your time. We need to come by our vote, and we need intangibles. You see how quick they wrote the similar package for the COVID-19. Meanwhile, they refuse to give you reparation. We've been fighting for reparation over, over 100 years now, 200 years. We still haven't got it. The Japanese got reparation. The so-called Jews got reparation. Even the Filipinos, they got reparation for the Korean War. So they all got reparation. We still haven't got reparation yet, as I speak to you on this podcast. And it's not our fault, it's our leaders. We have to put more, we need new leaders. And this is for the youth. I really, this is mainly for the youth. I, you guys who are older and stuck in your ways, you can exclude yourself from this podcast. I'm primarily focused on the youth under 21 because you are the future of this country. You must take heed to what's going to happen to you in life. You must take heed. You have to be on code. You have to be ready. You have to train yourself. You have to be disciplined. Nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. But you have to be disciplined. We have to be on codes. Those ethnic groups I just mentioned on this podcast, none of us, none of them have our best interests at heart, including your pastors and your politicians. They all are there for themselves. And like I said, I will call this podcast, We All We Got. We all we got, ladies and gentlemen. We must understand that. Hispanic not on your side. The, the Asian not on your side. The white people, they never been on your side since they got here. Now, those of us who are into uh, inter-relationship, interracial relationship, I'm not telling you to leave your spouse. That's not what I'm preaching on this podcast. But you have to use common sense, okay? Those white folks don't like us. They never did. They never will. You have some that do. But it's a, it's a five, you might say 5% or 10% maybe if you go by the law of average. Most of them don't like us. So that being said, we always got to be on codes and love one another. You guys have a great weekend and a, and a great week. Stay tuned for The Last Dance, Chicago Bulls documentary, My Perspective. Take care.